Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer-Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. But I sure do see a lot of people promoting things that we would say, Neil's, Neely Piazza, top pet <laughs> nutritionist around the country, uh, is probably not any better than kibble. And I'm confused by it. Um, certainly our pet parents are confused by it. Um, it's really weird. I, I always hope that when people are marching along and trying to do good for other people, whether it's people or pets, that we can all come together. But I sure do find a lot of clickiness going on out there and sort of these people kind of surrounding themselves with the same people. And uh, I, I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to name who those people are, but they're big names out there and they're confusing the pet parents to death. Niels, what the heck is yeah. going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna listen to people, you need to listen to a lot of people and you need to take the good and leave the bad because everybody has some good and everybody has some bad, but it seems that the ones that get the biggest are, and I've said this for years, are sellouts. Mm-hmm. We and, call them so-sos sellouts yeah and you know i don't know whether it's conscious or um intentional or cha-chingy cha-chingy yeah i don't know but you know some people get caught up in uh a certain track and then just keep running with it and don't look at don't look at reality, you know? Yeah. So there, there's so many crazy things that fly around out there. And I think you've said it a lot of times. Listen, let's focus on what the real um, biggest bang for the buck is. Okay. Let's focus on what is going to keep your dogs the healthiest. So as an example, and you talk about this all the time. As an example, we have pet parents that continue down the flea and tick, the heartworm, the vaccines, and the antibiotics and the immune suppressants. But yet they want to know, do any of the cows um, get antibiotics? I know. I know. Are the cows vaccinated or they eaten GMO grain or whatever? And it's like, well, okay, that really doesn't matter <laughs> if you're doing all those other quote unquote preventative toxic things that that's the least of your worries <laughs> right right so I mean, I, you know and and i and i described it like this i was talking to somebody the other oh, day hold that thought let me and let me add something before we move away from that and the the stone cold truth to the matter is 
regardless of what the animal has been fed. I'm not saying it doesn't make a difference because it certainly can. And, you know, prey animals have appropriate diets just like dogs do. However, regardless of what they have been fed, how they were raised, um, they, if you're looking at uh, glyphosate buildup and toxic buildup and things like that, you're immensely, immensely better off with the worst feedlot cow than with any kibble. Period. End of story. And that's not what I'm promoting, but I'm telling you, keep your head in reality. Okay. That's what I wanted to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. And even if there's people that have bigger names than you do, doesn't necessarily mean that they are right and you are wrong. But, and, and let me give you an example. Dr. Fauci. How many people <laughs> were following this big name? He is a genius. He is a he is a master. <laughs> he is a little Italian with Napoleon syndrome. That's what he is. He's a little freaking uh, demon liar is what he is. <laughs> that too. That too. But, you know, he was oh hailed. As this incredible, incredible, wonderful guy. And and so we have to be very careful. <laughs> right? And if I remember correctly, you and I took a lot of heat for uh, pounding him from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. In my personal and my <laughs> professional life. Right. And yet yeah, there's. And but, it, yeah. So my. But my, who was right? We, we were right. Well, I just had um, two more people that I know die suddenly. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't see? the vaccine. It wasn't the booster. Didn't have anything to do with all the cancer that was spread through the body. Did not. Absolutely. Of course not. Okay. Um, not. So mm -hmm. back to the way that we view these folks in the, in the, in the raw world, we're supposedly all in this together to help further pet health. Now, as you've said, I don't know what happens when you get really, really big and people come to you and they um, present you with money, fame and power, right? This tends to help people maybe, you know, kind of draw a different line in the sand. And so yeah. um, I just I just say that so that 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 our folks are very aware of it. But I want to say this. There are some people out there that just throw sphincter dust up out there so that people get all in a twit. And like I say, they take their focus off what's really important. If you're putting these toxins in your dog's body and you want to sort of um, lay uh, responsibility aside by saying, well, it's the law, then you can do that. Okay. But that statement is not going to make your dog any healthier. Yeah. And it's not going to make... Uh whatever goes wrong with your dog, the food's fault either. Right, right. So I said that to someone the other day. Um, it doesn't really matter what you feed if you continue to do these things. And I had someone that said, you know, they wanted to know about cows that are vaccinated. 
I said, here's what I think you probably mean. I think that you've heard a lot about feedlot cattle, cattle that are standing in sphincter poop and they're being fed, you know, GMOs and they're all in there together. They cannot roam and therefore they get sick. And if they're going to go to market, they can't be sick. So yes, they are going to be vaccinated and they're going to have antibiotics in their system. Um, well, that, all cows are vaccinated. Organic grass fed does not mean not vaccinated. Well, and here, okay, and let me let me finish this one statement about our sphincter standing cows. Um, okay. What I'm what I'm talking about there is there is a law that there is a certain amount of time that has to go by before those can even go to market, and there have not mm-hmm. been Neely. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know where the studies are that would actually say this is getting into the human and this is doing this to the human um, from these certain antibiotics. Now, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not saying I'm not a a fan of that. But what I am saying is this. If you have grass-fed, grass-finished cattle out in the prairie, like on Yellowstone, let's say, that, you know, how many people watch, there's not a rancher out there that's going to say, you know what? I'm going to let this entire herd die. I'm not going to. I'm not going to vaccinate that herd. Well, something else that people are not thinking about too is uh, part of the difference in grass-fed and grain-fed is that antibiotics are in the grain. <laughs> and you know how much so- of that beef we're eating as humans. Well, and, you know, that's that's how the whole superbug blah, 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 blah has happened. And that's where the vast majority of um, all antibiotics go is um, to the veterinary industry. And they found a long time ago that a, uh, a small dose, consistent dose of antibiotics to feedlot cows limits... Um, you know, like you were talking about, the the um, uh, facilities are not, you know, it's not the best environment for them, but they grow faster and they hold weight better. So they're all, a lot of them are constantly on a sub-therapeutic dose of antibiotics, which is, you know, not at all optimal. But as far as... Um, yeah, I mean, injections and that kind of thing. It, it even says on the um, on the bottle must wait however many however many days for animals intended for food, or do not give to animals intended for food, or or whatever. It's it says that right on the bottle. So now, now this discussion nearly could cause people to say, well, that's why you need to eat beyond beef. That's why you need to eat the fake, the fake stuff. That's why uh, your dogs need to be a vegan. And Well, uh, the stuff that's in that is all kinds of scary, but this is what I'm talking about. You need to live in reality. It's, I'm not saying that it's, it's uh, optimal because it's not, but this is the world we live in and this is what we have let happen. So, you know, if you're if you're looking for perfect you're not going to find it and you know and then you got people that are like well 
it costs too much to feed raw. Well, it's because you're looking for something that is going to cost you 20 bucks a pound to produce. So, you know, let's, let's like be real and practical and do the best we can with what we have. And the, the, you know, a not optimal raw diet is way better than any hundred dollar bag kibble or, or $5 bag kibble. It's all the same. So people are arguing with me about that, but I don't really care. Kibble is kibble is kibble is crap. Period. End of story. I don't care what it is, who makes it, where it came from, what it started out with. It's crap. Mm-hmm. So and, you and feed I, real it, food and the best you can. And I and I get it, but I think this discussion, this very difficult discussion, comes from the majority, not veteran feeders, because veteran feeders have gone through the process. They've left their food out accidentally for three days. <laughs> <laughs> then fed their dogs Guilty. Guilty. and then right and then fed their dogs and they're like oh they're not dead um <laughs> they're not sick right yeah. or they see that the meat changes colors it changes smells it it's is called oxidation folks oh my <laughs> gosh same thing that happens with apples you leave an apple on the counter for 10 minutes with a bite out of it it'll turn brown it's the same thing with meat and actually, Dr. Billinghurst, in his book, he talks about that if you're yep. going to feed fruit, it's better to feed overripe fruit <laughs> to your animals, is what he talks it's about. It's easier to digest. Yeah, it's easier to digest. But, you know, I mean, look, you you and I and our health team and, and, and many, many of our listeners and certainly our customers have been doing this a long time. So it's hard to kind of fool us. We've heard a lot of the stuff a lot of the time. And, you know, if I hear somebody say this brown meat caused my dog to have severe diarrhea, I'm like, why would a color? What, why would a color cause your dog to have severe diarrhea? Well, yeah. And, and beyond that, why would, um, sorry, I got to close the doggy door because they're. Because they went to mama. Little, they're being little dogs. Um beyond that why do people think that food that i don't know like you said i've left it out for three days it's not a big deal this is what they're designed to eat they're scavengers they're opportunists this is what they do that kind of thing is not something that's gonna hurt them i mean it sounds like we're promoting feeding crap which we're, we're not we're just saying you you gotta if be you, real. If you, you if, even if you did feed crap, I mean, yeah. Well, literal real crap. food. As long as it was real food, <laughs> I just, right? Yeah, we just defined kibble as crap. That's not what we mean. But it, I mean, all these fears about it has to be organic, which we talked about organic the other day. All that means is it's been fed organic grains, which you do not want. If I mean, you know, organic is not better than grass fed. Um. So it's having these huge, high, um, unrealistic standards to hit. One, they're unrealistic. And two, they're completely unaffordable. Three, it's way too much trouble. Um, the goal is, like you said, 
to do to keep your dog as healthy as possible. And if you make it so hard for yourself that you can't keep up with it or you feel overwhelmed or you feel out of your league, you're just going to throw your hands up and give up and go back to kibble. So it, it it's it's not it, it's not rocket science people. It's not. It's not. And I and I will say this. Um watching uh the people in our family who um who do ranch, who have milk cows, who have chickens, who have pigs, who do all of that. You guys have no earthly idea how hard that is. No earthly idea yeah. how tremendously hard ranching is. And uh, thank God uh, for those people that do that. But they are becoming um, fewer and fewer uh, because so many things are uh, regulations, um just everything that's been done to well, our let's ranchers. face it the government's trying to put them out of business well but, let's know. face it let that's let's face let's face that <laughs> our government's doing a whole lot of stuff um so uh, again let, let me go back to i just want to reiterate this that i commend i am so happy that so many people are going to move over from crappy kibble to a raw diet, but I'm going to tell you that there is a plethora, a sphincter load of opinions out there. And some that have an opinion based on a major money factor. Some have an opinion like our vets who I'm still hearing today. If you feed your dog a raw diet, they will die. Now, maybe they need to do that to cover their CYA for what's happening in, in the dog world. And the more that we learn about what's happening in the people world, you can bet your sweet sphincter that it's happening in the dog world and nobody is asking questions. I don't know when that's going to happen, Neely, but, um, but it, but it, but it's got the, it's got to start happening. Um, okay. So, let me ask you um, your opinions, your professional, your expert opinion, your certified um, uh, nutritionist. Opinion. Well, I mean, how many? I, I just want to ask you when it comes to health, whether that's in people or pets, how many certifications do you have? Approximately. Oh, goodness. Uh, I don't know. There's probably 30 or 40 hanging on my wall right now. Okay. 30 or 40. Hello, people. 30 or 40. So if you want to work with somebody that has looked into nutrition for hours and hours, spent the money and is actually um, doing the work, uh, then that would be Neely Piazza. Okay. Now I'm not going to say that, you know, there's nobody else, but I'm just going to say, this is why I value your opinion, Niels. And you and I don't agree on everything, but I also haven't done 30 to 40 different certifications. Okay. Um, I'm just going to put that out there. But, but, but what we have got to do a good job of is 
helping people to feel confident in moving over to a raw diet. All right. So I think that um, I got some information from my customer service um, from a customer that we have, and they have been listening to a podcast that is from some of our um, uh, top names, let's say it like that, in the industry that 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 alarmed them and scared them. Now, I didn't speak to them, so I'm not certain that they got all the information correct because it's very uh, some of the questions are a little bit um, out of kilter for what I would think that these people would be saying on a podcast. But from what I gathered and from what uh, Kit was able to uh, get from the customer is that they were concerned about certain raw dog food companies that were um, uh, putting copper. I believe this is an issue about copper. Uh, but let me see if I can just read this to you. Um, so uh, this particular uh, sweet pet parent wanted to know this because, Neely, they have a puppy, okay? They have a 19, uh, a 19-week-old Bouvier, which Carmen would love, a Bouvier. Um yeah, right. And uh, they want to make sure that he's getting all the nutrients he needs for his breed and growth. Now, one of the statements that was made was that breed and age is not a one size fits all diet. And well, so breed doesn't make any difference. I, I, you know, I, where did that come from? That breed made it. Royal Canaan. Royal Canaan. It was very marked. It was almost as brilliant as Hills and they're putting their free food in vet, in a uh, vet schools. Breed doesn't make any difference. Now people's, the only thing that has any weight there is large breed versus small breed. And the only things with that is with kibble fed dogs, because you grow the, big breeds too fast you end up with ocd lesions and uh joint problems and all this kind of stuff that kind of crap does not happen on raw diets just doesn't and as far as age goes the biggest now every dog is an individual yes 100 percent, 100 percent. every dog is an individual and their breed may play a part into their energy level which would um make a difference in the amount of food that they would need or the amount of fat that they're able to tolerate or even possibly need that kind of thing. Yes. However, as far as this breed does this and this breed does that, and this breed does that's all hogwash. It's ridiculous. Younger dogs, puppies do need more bone because they're developing bone. They're growing. Um, um, they're, they're incorporating minerals and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of the minerals come from a natural raw bone uh, content. So, and they're you know, growing their teeth, they're growing their cartilage, they're developing joints, that kind of thing. So yeah, they need more bone than, than a mature adult dog does. But other than that, they don't really need more quote unquote nutrients or different 
nutrients, you know, and so, and that whole different breeds get different food is ridiculous. I, I mean, that it's like, well, no, I won't say that. That'll get me in too much trouble. Um, with who? I, Who's going to get you in trouble with? <laughs> well, I didn't say it, so you don't know what I was going to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it, but yes, dogs are individuals for sure. And, you know, you have different dogs have different energetics. Some are warm, some are cool, some are, you know, some are in a state of, um, you know, a, a, a severe cold or severe hot or something like that they may be damp they may be dry they may you know all these different kinds of things their environments all that kind of stuff so yeah all that comes into play but it's not based on quote it's not quote unquote based on breed that that really doesn't have a whole lot to do with it i mean they're not in that sense anyway i mean it's they're, a wolf or it's a mountain lion uh, so i wish we could just get ba- back to basically that. yeah Basically, yeah. And I agree with the one size does not fit all, but not in that sense that it was stated. Um, okay. So here's here's very simple. Here it is. Puppies need um, a little more bone. bone. Okay. Now, people want to get very specific about that, Niels, and they're like, well, how much bone? And then they're going to call me and they're going to say, but my dog's constipated. You guys, you do not have to do everything every single day. Right. Yes, so if it, 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 yeah, let's don't. Um, so we say, all right, um, there, there's so much argument over 80 10 tens not complete and balanced. Well, nothing is complete and balanced, guys. I yeah. mean, seriously. Complete balance is not a thing, guys. It's not a thing. <laughs> really? It's and, not. It's not a they, thing. And when somebody says that to you, um, they're trying to, you know, put your brain on hold and and open up your brain so that they can get in your wallet. I mean, that's really what I think, because let's be honest. Neely, did you have a complete and balanced lunch today? No, (laughs) I had fried potatoes and onions with ketchup. Whoa. Fried potatoes and onions with ketchup. My kind of lunch. I like that. I really do. Now, I would have thrown a nice juicy burger uh, from a farm, not from a factory. I've Uh, had my meat quota this month. Oh. Uh, Well, turkey. (laughs) You had some turkey. Okay. Got it. Um, I cooked a turkey, so I've had my meat quota for the month. You cooked a turkey? Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, it was only eight pounds. It was more like a big chicken, but that's why I started saying I bet it wasn't very big. Um the dog got some of it too though. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. All right, but so listen, guys, here, let's let's make it really simple for you. Here's the deal with puppies. All right. Now, Neely. More bone. We, more bone. And, and you have to be sure that you distinguish between so bone and raw meat bones and digestible bone is not the same thing okay so if you say for instance that puppies need 40 to 60 percent raw meaty bones okay Mm -hmm. so that would be things like turkey necks and um wings and drumsticks and feet and things like that right right but that's not like 40 to 60% bone. That's like raw meaty bones. 
So like drumsticks are, I forget exactly what it is, but I think they're what? 20. I've got it on my website. I've got, I mean, 40%, I've, they like 40% bone or something like that. So in each and feet are like 60% and, um, necks are right around 40. So all things considered, if you say raw meaty bones, that rough, roughly, roughly half of that is going to be actual digestible bone. So if you say 30 to 60% raw meaty bones, that's 15 to 30% actual digestible bone. You just lost half the audience, but that's okay. How? Well, because we can't add that fast because you have too many damn certifications. All right. So here's, here's the question. Let me, let me break it down like this. Um, because most people feed the blends. Okay. Now, the one thing I want to say, Niels, is that you and I originally created the PMR blends to have higher bone. That has right. changed. That has changed. Most of the PMRs now are going to be right in that 10 to 12% bone range, and they're going to have a, about 15% organ, even if you are going to fight me or anybody's going to fight me on heart as an organ, it's going to be in there. Okay. So heart, yeah, when I went to school, heart was an organ. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a muscle, but it's not a cardiac muscle and skeletal muscle is not the same thing. It's not a secreting organ, but you know, uh, anyway, that's a whole nother discussion. So yeah. But in the PMRs, I mean, having a little heart is good. Okay. Right. Uh, 100%. All right. Okay. So now our puppy boxes, Neely, are going to consist of 80-10-10 um, along with like a rabbit and duck and a beginner's choice that has 15 and 17% bone in them. And then you've got three others that have 10. And we did that to give extra bone so that we don't have calls about my dog is totally constipated and impacted. And we can throw in those raw meaty bones that you're talking about, those right. extra things that you love. All right. So if you have a pet parent that's saying, I want to give my dog the appropriate, you know, bone. Let's say that they have this puppy power box, a 10 pound box. And again, we don't know how much each dog is going to eat because every dog is different. Well, let's just say on average, you're feeding these different blends. They've got some different uh, bone compositions already in the blends. What other items throughout the week? Is it like a duck head every other day? Is it a turkey neck? And then again, it's like, what turkey neck? Is it the 30 pound turkey necks? Is it the four inch turkey necks? So people get really confused. How do we make this simple for them? Oh my gosh. Just give them something bony. <laughs> I mean, how hard is that? Give them what, you know, give them a size appropriate digestible bone. If it's a, if it's a large breed puppy, give them a duck head or a turkey neck or some sort of wing or something. If it's a, if it's a smaller, you know, smaller to medium breed, give them chicken feet chicken necks chicken necks are like even good for little little ones you know um if it's a teeny tiny teacup yorkie or something that weighs like two ounces when it's a puppy <laughs> give it the better bones <laughs> and that is and give it get and give it but give it raw meaty bones to chew on 
you right. know, don't expect it to eat it and digest it, but give them to them to chew on. So until they're big enough that they can like handle it. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's just not that hard. And then what we do is we look at the poops and, and if we cannot get a poop out um, or it's coming out crumbly, then maybe the next day you just do an all trite meal. I mean, it, it we'll is. Try. Back off a little bit. I mean, it, it, yeah. And, it, you know, just because um, just because it comes out white and crumbly or they're having trouble getting it out, you want it to be a little bit of effort to get it out because you want to keep the renal glands healthy. Um, but, you know, you don't want them to, you don't want it to be painful for them to poop, especially with um, puppies that you're trying to potty train, right? You don't want them to, like, be uncomfortable when they're doing that so you know some of the responsibility has to fall on you like was just said it's not a one-size-fits-all you have to like watch and regulate a little bit you know what yeah i don't even watch anymore i mean yeah i watch austin i don't either but uh, but i'm not calling you freaking out about something happening either so (laughs) You know, if you if you called me freaking out, I would freak out because you're freaking out. And then that would just be freaky. That would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh all right. So here here's here's the, the question. Um, uh, because Kit had said that they would um uh, throw this over to us so that they could help them. Um, I think their biggest fear here, um, from what I can gather, Niels, was that they have the 19-week-old Bouvier. Um and they want to make sure that he's getting every single nutrient he needs for his breed and growth. Now, their question was about all the vitamins and all the minerals, and they wanted all of those listed out on the website, which is just not not the case. Um, Why? It would change. Every single bite you took would be different. That's right. silly. I know. It's- but there's the somebody out there too, pushing that. But there's somebody yeah, out there well, pushing that. This is this is the problem. And those those quote unquote published um levels of certain vitamins and minerals that are quote quote unquote needed, they're a guess. They're an average. And nobody knows how much of what nutrient any dog needs um it, it like i said complete balance is not a thing it, the studies that have been done have been done on um kibble dogs reductionistic studies one nutrient at a time not in a real food item not in an absorbable form not in common and i mean if you look at the studies they're ridiculous they don't mean anything so all these all these afco numbers and nrc numbers they're they're like a shot in the dark they're they don't really mean hardly anything so so i kind of that i don't if you feed an appropriate diet that there are a few guidelines too but if you feed an appropriate diet with real food you don't need to worry about that kind of stuff because the food itself is going to have the appropriate ratios and the appropriate amount of all those vitamins that the dogs need, right? The key is variety. 
variety within your proteins, variety within your organs, enough bone for young dogs, and then some additive, some add-ins like um, an, um, enough veg, which is not nearly as much as, well, some people say up to 50% and some people say none at all. So, you know, I say 10, 15-ish percent-ish, somewhere around in there. Um, raw eggs, whole fish, whole, whole, uh, fresh frozen fish, like, like the sardines and the mackerel, um, extra bone, extra organ here and there, you know, buy some standalone heart, buy some standalone liver, put a little extra, put a little extra of that in. It's not, and you're going to be fine. You'll be fine. You are going to be don't fine. feed exactly the same thing day after day after day after day. Just don't do that. We say that all the time and it still happens. I can tell you because I see the orders that I come know. through. But but um, I do want to go back to this liver thing that you said because this reminds me of something that was in this um, this pet parent's concern. So, and and again, I know that they've heard something and that's why they're asking this question, right? So, and whether they understood what was being said or not, I don't know. Um, but we're, we want to help you um, get this figured out for yourself so that it doesn't frighten you. We want to give you confidence. So in this particular pet parents, uh, and they're from Connecticut, a fabulous couple, um, they said they want to make sure that the vitamins and minerals are equal in all proteins. That's one. And what? they want, yes, it should. No, the question was, are vitamins and minerals equal in all proteins? No. Okay. And then the, the second part of this was, they said, for instance, copper levels. If there's copper added to protein mix that has liver in the mixture, it could be too much. And I don't see that uh, um, on the GAs, and they didn't see fiber, sodium, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so we don't add any of that crap. That's right, and and that's the thing. There's nothing added. It is just pure raw food. Now, Neely, I will say that, and you've talked about this before, that the copper issue is coming from kibble. Yeah. So the deal. So that is there's a it, so uh copper can go two ways it can be a shortage or it can be a, a um an excess right and excess leads to liver failure and all kinds of problems and the way that happened um so to get enough rotate your proteins feed enough liver it, it, feed enough fish and you're fine so that's the whole rotate thing um but the excess started again. This is in AFCO and its tremendous wisdom. Decided they were using that um, oxide version. All this is synthetic, mind you. Which all of these things in a synthetic form are completely different than all these things in the natural form. The way they occur in a whole, a real whole food item. Okay, but anyway, um, they were using it in an oxide form at a certain level. And then they just decided one year at their meeting, oh, we're going to require the more absorbable chelated form. 
and but they didn't change the level. So then there's been a pretty big uptick in copper toxicity and um, liver failure and liver tumors caused by too much copper. Well, duh. You fix it, you you change the form of copper to where the, the body sucks it in in a higher amount than it did before, and you don't lower the amount in the food. Well, yeah. What do you think is going to happen? But again, it's synthetic, but I didn't know what to do with it. And so you you end up with a problem that you don't have in real food. Right. And if there is a protein mix, it would say it in our ingredient list. There is nowhere that you are going to see that. Nothing. There's going to be nothing. The the ingredient list is be uh be you know the 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 protein, the bones, the organ, the fat, and the calories. If in- you have an ingredient list that has more than that on it, go the other way. It doesn't need to have anything else in it than that. I've seen a lot and, of you, yeah. Seen a lot of raw with yeah. a lot of stuff in it. The, the, all this, all this added crap. They're trying to meet AFCO standards, which mean absolutely nothing in raw food. None of the studies have been done with uh, none of those. Not well. For one, for one, it's it's stupid in the first place because those numbers are all averages. So, you know, you it, well, they're minimums, but they're, it's still an average minimum based on one nutrient at a time of a synthetic nutrient, which means nothing in real food. It, it's nothing. It means nothing. So all these all these foods that have all these things added to them so they can say marketing again. I have always hated marketing. I just think that it it's like evil. Anyway, uh, um. So that they can actually print on the label. This is all about labeling. So they can print on the label, AFCO approved, meets AFCO standards, complete and balanced. If you see that written on a raw package, put it down, walk away. You you don't want that. You want real, whole, unadulterated food, period. Well, let me tell you. no kill step, nothing. You want it. You you want the cow to, to have walked through the kill floor, walked through the grinder and got shot into the tube that's what you want oh my God. can we get more graphic than that okay well or or chicken or turkey or whatever it is that's what you want you don't want if you see something added to it that means they did something to it that denatured it in some way or another um okay so i want to give you guys this where can you find copper in the raw diet well just damn near everywhere um yeah pretty much right because here here's where copper is now why why do you need copper in the diet because it converts iron to hemoglobin 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 thank you and it protects against anemia okay so it's needed for healthy bones and joints now listen you can find this on the beginners yes uh you can find this on the beginners page needed for for healthy blood Yeah, and healthy blood. All right. So what protein sources are you going to have copper in? Remember, this is a mineral. And when we're talking about minerals, we're talking about very small amounts, okay? Here's where you're going to find. Keep that in mind. Super, super small amounts. These are like trace minerals. These are not macro minerals. These are trace minerals. Chicken, turkey, 
pork, lamb, goat, ostrich, buffalo, egg, beef, elk, salmon, halibut, haddock, hockey, hacky, and sardines. All right. So we have uh, almost all of those. And so if you're doing what you said, rotating in the diet, rotating your models, that's PMR, 80, 10, 10, HVM, and rotating your proteins and throwing these other fun things in, why do people do it? Just have fun with this. Just have fun with it. Um, you're going to be, your dog, your dog is going to be fine. And again, we, I do think that maybe, maybe. And what stay was, away from all that preventive stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay away from uh, putting toxins in your dog's body because if you're going to do that, well, maybe you should just feed kibble. No, I did not say that. Friends do not let friends feed kibble. <laughs> well, um, if they're if they're shooting them up with vaccines and antibiotics, and I don't have many friends that do that, so you know it's still safe. Yeah, um, but I I do think that maybe maybe what these sweet pa- parents heard. I don't know because I didn't hear um, that particular uh, podcast um, and I didn't actually talk directly to these pet parents. But my guess is because we know who the players are in the market. We've heard a lot of this stuff is that quite possibly they might have been warning against raw foods that have mixes, pre-mixes, protein mixes and other things that are added into it with synthetic vitamins and minerals because you have plenty within a basic raw diet. Yep. You, pl- you have plenty. Now, um I do I do uh, the other part of of that particular email was that they 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 almost wanted to hold off on the Wolfram Plus until um they knew that that would be a good enough blend for their puppy. Now, um, we always send, you You wrote a great puppy article, and so everybody reads that. It's been written by Neely Piazza. It's in the puppy section. Again, guys, for puppies, we're Wolf not going to- Wolfram Plus is, is great, great, but I mean, you have to give extra bones regardless regardless of the blend. You have to give extra raw many bones, period, for all kinds of reasons, not even just the- the uh, mineral component, but I mean, this is for the, that bone component is not just for, for their physical body. It's for their mental state. It's a, it's a, for lack of a better way to say it, it's a primal need for a dog to chew on bones like that. I mean, they need that for their mental development, for their well being, for, you know, uh, frustration factors for ex- exercise they need those and people that are afraid of bones you need to get over it because your dog needs bones they need to be able to have those have that component in their diet it's a big part of their um personality and mental development and well-being not not just the diet it's a big part of the diet too but it's more than that or they're going to tear up their toys and they're going to swallow crap that they don't or your furniture swallow. Or your walls. <laughs> yeah, or your friends. I don't know. Uh the exactly. good bite. Yeah. So give them give them that. So we just wanted to let you guys know again that we are here for you. We will be glad to answer any of your questions. Remember, Neely has, I don't know, 40 certifications. You're probably not gonna I need to, I'm gonna have to go count now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna stump her. And uh <laughs> she's gonna give you just 
the confidence um lower your she's going to help lower your anxiety lower your worry about am i doing the right thing for my dog i have to ask you guys did you worry about it when you were feeding kibble no i just reached in there poured it right in the bowl and let them graze all day and i said oh that is awesome they're so happy okay oh gosh yeah i i said this before too is like people like analyze the heck out of and freak out and or get all anxious about feeding just real food and yet they'll give some sort of a pharmaceutical or pill or drug or something of some sort without even thinking twice about it they don't look at what it does they look at the side effects they nine uh, percent of the time they don't, re- don't even remember the name of it um you know it's like oh well my vet told me to give them that well mm-hmm. did you ask anything about it did you like I mean, how is that okay? Well, I was listening to an interview um, on Epic Times, uh, which I totally think that if you really want to understand marketing, as you were talking about, Niels, everybody yeah, should should marketing. should listen to this interview. But it was with, um, I think... Her name is Jennifer Say, S-E-Y. She was the CMO of Levi Strauss. Uh, she had been with Levi Strauss. She's a, a former, you know, um, champion gymnast. She went with Levi for 23 years. She was going to be the next CEO, but was speaking out about what was happening with children in the lockdowns and the mask and that sort of thing. And so she got ousted. Right. She lost her job and they wanted her to sign a uh, severance. They, she said, I didn't take my severance package because they would have, you know, basically muzzled her. And she wanted to um, sort of talk about this whole mar- marketing. And and from a marketing standpoint, it was it was fascinating uh, because what she said was this. She said, we at Levi Strauss. And she said, and every single company that is out there is really playing to the two generations that are very prevalent right now, okay? And they are saying this uh, nonsensical thing, as we always talk about nonsensical, but people buy it and they don't question it. And she said, so we're saying... Be your authentic self, be who you are, you know, you be the best you can be. She said, all while we are selling every single one of them, the exact same pair of jeans and they all look exactly alike. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like the army commercial, an army of one. It's like, how the hell does that work? (laughs) I mean, there was, I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. An army of one. Really? Come on. Yeah, and she was talking about this whole body positivity thing that we're pushing right now that says you should be able to be obese and that be okay. And she's saying, here's the problem. When we're saying that, we're actually saying, we don't care if it shortens your life. Um, Don't look at it shortening your life. We don't care if you're unhealthy or any of the, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not into body shaming or anything like that, but still- (laughs) No, but I was looking at it from, I always look at it from a dog or a pet uh, standpoint. And yeah, we're never going to say a fat dog is a good thing. It's okay. 
Yeah, yeah, I've got <laughs> I've gotten a lot of blowback from people from that. Just 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 by trying to make a a you know an innocuous comment or even answering a question and <clears throat> people get mad. I mean, look, uh, uh, we're not talking about like you said body shaming. We're talking about crossing a line here that tries to blur the lines that makes everything nonsensical. And yeah. and when a dog is fat, when he's obese, when he's overweight, he is going to be lined up for diabetes. Then we've got to give insulin. You never can get that stuff regulated. Um, you're going to have joint pain. You're going to shorten their life. Have joint problems. You have, you have, yeah. I mean, so. And, and it, you know, they're not happy that way. They can't do anything. They can't move. They can't you know they they can't enjoy themselves so yeah it's not no it's not good and so i was just uh, but but i but i was listening to it from a marketing standpoint and basically here's what she said marketing is mostly about telling people um you you clue into their like innate need to be a part of the crowd, right? You're doing this for the good of all. You're, 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 you know, in the group. You are one of us. And then you just take their money and that money moves on up the scale. And she said, it's really a big scam. And, and she was talking about that CEOs today, and certainly not in my company, but CEOs today are making 351 times their employees. Are making so she it was just really funny when you said I hate marketing and when you look at marketing like we were talking about from Royal Canaan or um or hills, uh, hills when they do this breed specific this is for the small breed this is for the large breed this is for the booby this is for the corgi this is for the German Shepherd that's just all a bunch of bunk guys oh snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble, and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.